Have you ever wanted to fly? Explore the farthest reaches of the cosmos? Have you ever been knocked up by a time god only to give birth to that same time god? What? Exactly. Well, we've got the character for you. This is the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse. <laughs> questions i'm already disgusted oh, <laughs> i am titillated personally character's the worst <laughs> hello and welcome to the layman's guide to the multiverse the podcast where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall to answer all your comic book questions or inquiries depending on who's doing the intro this week my name is paulo and as always i'm here with doug hey, hey. ed hey and the man asking all the questions, Matt. I don't even know if I want to ask questions after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Do you even know who we're talking about today? Do you even know who I'm referring to? Because I think I told you about this earlier today. Well, I mean, I think so because, um, yeah, Captain Marvel, right? Well, yes, Captain Marvel. Not, I mean, not, uh, not Shazam Captain Marvel, the, the one that screams out Captain Marvel to become Shazam, right? <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I'm I'm all sorts of confused. I oh boy, uh, I, I was hoping yeah. I would make it. I was hoping I'd make it ten episodes before I was completely lost. But I'll, I'll deal with this. So what what do you know? Do you know anything about the character at all? You know, I had seen pictures of uh, Shazam uh, before we did that episode, and. <laughs> All this other stuff, but like Captain Marvel, my my absolute introduction to it was I was watching Infinity Wars on DVD, and then um, you know when Sam Jackson's character Nick Fury turns into Ash, you see the Captain Marvel logo show up on the screen, and I had no idea. I was like, "Is that Superman? That looks like his colors." First of all, way to ruin the ending of Infinity Wars for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Oh, yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like everyone in the world hasn't already watched that movie. Uh, right. You know, you just spoiled it for everybody. Well, Snap my fingers and disappear now. <laughs> but to give you some ins a little bit a little bit of insight on who we're talking about. Bit. So yeah. A little bit. The Captain Marvel that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is using is the modern day Captain Marvel, which would be Ooh. Carol Danvers. How modern could oh. it be though? She crash lands in a blockbuster in that trailer. <laughs> oh, okay okay there is still one there's one and she crashed into it <laughs> there was one no no it's still open it's still open doug it's still open <laughs> oh my that gets me home oh, it's like the six million dollar man we can rebuild you make you stronger well they're bringing toys r us back what yeah you yeah. hear about this yeah what Hold on, hold on. Fuck Captain Marvel. I got, I got, I got to learn about Jeffrey. <laughs> Give me the deets. Uh, All right. So, so I thought I was kidding. <laughs> this is a comic book podcast, not a, not a toy podcast. They make some pretty cool comic book toys. First of all, <laughs> first of right. all, there's an entire section that we'll probably end up talking about in some episode about a, a crossover that Marvel did just to sell more toys. Oh, they did. 
So that's yeah. a that is a thing. This may be a toy podcast. We don't know. I was afraid. We don't know yet. I was afraid you're going to tell me Robot Chicken did a Marvel episode or something. Robot Chicken <laughs> has done DC and Marvel episodes, I believe, and Star Wars, and Star Wars. I've seen episodes. the Star Wars ones. Yeah, I didn't. Oh man, the, and the Walking DC Dead ever. episode. Uh, nobody cares about the Walking Dead. That show's still on. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can tell how we feel about the Walking Dead. All, all I know is that guy with the accent is, is is leaving, and they killed the kid, and I don't know the guy from uh, the Boondocks is still there. The Boondocks Saints, excuse me. Oh yeah, he wasn't Boondock Saints, wasn't he? Yeah, I completely forgot that was him. Uh. So it was uh, Will Willem Dafoe. He's great. Huh? Whatever. Okay, back to it was back a to Firefly. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys are impossible. <laughs> so, all right, what do you what do you want to know about Captain Marvel? Everything. I I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't even know. Uh, like like when did she even make her debut? Who's the creator of her? Is she like a Stan Lee creation? The, so the interesting part about this is that the character of Captain Marvel, the the entirety of it is actually like a, a legacy character, so to speak. So there have actually been six characters who have had that Captain Marvel name. Ah, so it's like a Green Lantern sort of ordeal. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Doug, <laughs> I think I think you can speak to to some of the the more interesting choices that have been in the captain marvel history if you could do it to song that'd be preferable <laughs> can you sing it? uh no impossible uh, i thought you, you told you... us you wouldn't freeze sir i didn't can freeze you... i just said i'm not singing <laughs> can you put it in the form of a haiku <laughs> <laughs> oh. can you right. write me a fourteen thousand word essay on the six different marvel captain marvels uh eighty dollars a page do <laughs> <laughs> those are those are actually low fees in comparison to what i've heard recently right? college God, college is so expensive yeah. yeah all right so go ahead good give us give us those characters please doug okay well uh they vary very much in origin and importance because some of them are okay like kind of like just one note worthless characters but oh, that, that's the that's the later ones. Uh, we start with the original, which was the uh, the original Captain Marvel. Sorry, uh, the people everybody knows, you know, has the blonde hair. Uh, he no. is a Kree soldier, uh, I believe, a captain, obviously. Um, wait, wait, a Kree holder? You said? Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Matt. Um, Kree are one of the major intergalactic alien races. Um, in the Marvel Universe, along with the Skrulls. Wait, wasn't, and... uh, isn't Kree like the blue guy with the uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy? can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Ronan. Oh. Ronan and Yondu. Ronan and Yondu. Kree. Okay, okay. It's, it's, is it bad that I always remember um, Yondu now as uh, Mary Poppins? Nope. No. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I think Yondu, to me, Yondu is to me, to Mary Poppins to me too, all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And, and I literally was going to be like, because I can't remember the character's name, I was going to be like, yeah, yeah, he's part of uh, uh, Rodan and fucking uh, Mary Poppins, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he's kind of he's kind of like Finn Wolfhard or like Benedict Cumberbatch to me, where I, I more times than not don't remember their names. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, Doctor Strange, you know, uh, uh, buttery Cyberman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm like I constantly can't remember Finn Wolfhard's name. Like it's who, who's that kid? I don't know. Rocket Wolf Puncher, or like Edge Maverick. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking Bone about anymore. Uh, I want to yeah. be talking with I, 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 
<laughs> I want to be Edge Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got a Kree soldier who becomes the Captain. Marvel. An interesting little tidbit that I learned today, in fact, is uh, the reason that Marvel even created the Captain Marvel character was because in the lawsuit that they had with Fawcett Comics, who from last episode. Uh, was the original owners of the Captain Marvel name, and yes. then Marvel won it because of reasons. I'm not going to go into litigation and stuff like that. Oh, please do. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> they had to, I think, at least write one story with the Captain Marvel with a Captain Marvel character <laughs> with a Captain every Marvel. six months <laughs> with a Captain Marvel type. Uh, yeah. The thing is, <laughs> yes. Because that's they've kept the name going consistently. It goes away, it comes back, it goes I mean, away, and, it comes back. But. And that's part of the reason that so many different characters have had the name only until recently. I think, well, aside from the first Captain Marvel, the one that you're talking about right now, Doug, mm -hmm. the Kree soldier, I think Carol Danvers is the only other character to keep it for as long as she's had now. I, I mean, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, the second Captain Marvel, uh, who just called herself that and has no related origin... Uh, to my knowledge, is uh, Monica Rambeau. And I'm not sure how long she went, because Carol's only been Captain Marvel for six years. No, it's been longer than that. No, 2012. What? I, I actually Why does it feel like recent. it's been longer? Because they don't do anything with those, those characters? I mean, hasn't she been Miss Marvel longer than like anyone's held the Captain Marvel man? That is true. That uh, has to be true. Well, no, she, uh, she debuted after this the first captain marvel right, 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 i'm not right, even right, understanding I mean, what the captain marvel mantle is um it's not a mantle his name is marvel oh great yeah how convenient right mm. his uh, name is carvel and he's got fudgy the whale and cookie puss yeah and <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, 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 he, and he talks like the carvel guy from the old commercials Oh, please. That's I don't even weird. remember what that guy said. Yeah, you're going to like a fudgy the whale. <laughs> you got a cookie See, puss. It's, it's fabulous. I know hey, it's not what he's from, but. Hey, Iron I, Man, we got to go save the world. I can only picture the Micro Machines guy right now. Oh, my God. The guy who used to talk way too fast. You could barely understand oh, also him. Also, the FedEx commercials. Yeah. Who also kind of looked like uh, Mean Gene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did look like Meiji Noko. Like, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, all right. Before we go off on another one of our wrestling rants. Yeah, no more wrestling rants. All right, all right. What, you, you don't want to talk about Mean Gene? I, I don't want to talk about Meiji Okerlund right now. No, I don't. I don't. I want to talk about Marvel. <laughs> I want to talk about Pudgy the Whale. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, all right, Doug. So, Marvel gets created. He's, uh, I believe... Stan Lee created him, right? Um, yes, he did. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I thought he was a Kirby creation for some reason. No, 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 he wasn't a Kirby creation. I remember reading like that was during the time that Stan Lee was still actively writing. So, uh. and by uh, by Kirby, you don't mean Jack Kirby. You mean the Nintendo character. <laughs> 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 That's not even Wait. the music. What are you doing? No, no, that is one. That, was, that was that was Kirby music. What? Yeah. yeah. All right, I've never played. All right. All right. Confession time. Never played any of the Kirby games. What? You're missing out. Nope. You're missing out. I'm nope. not sure what's more sacrilege. <laughs> giving birth to a time god that, that also is the same time god or something, or you not playing Kirby. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Both are bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We well, gotta we gotta it, work up to that part of the story. In, in any case. Paulo, okay. you're <sighs> Paulo, you are aberrant. <laughs> 
Am I an aberrant? I I am aberrant. Thank you. What does that even mean? That's like an elithid type creature. Like it's got like squid face with like tentacles and it eats brains. Oh, I was gonna ask if, if Fudgy the Well who was an aberrant. Ah, <laughs> uh, we got chocolate. God, here, we go. here we go. Here we go. Get All it right. for your birthday. So <laughs> your kids are gonna love it. Come on, come on. You guys are killing me. <laughs> so the Marvel character, the Marvel character takes on. So he's a Kree soldier who mm. I believe he was posted to Earth as like a, supposed to like watch us and see what we're doing because the Kree at one point genetically altered like our um, our evolutionary our evolution. Yeah, our evolution created the Inhumans and all this other nonsense that happened with that. Oh, thanks to the Kree. Yeah, they, yeah, you can thank the Kree for that nonsense. They're the other case. mutants. Yes, they're the other mutants. <laughs> oh. Exactly. So, from if I remember correctly, they retconned his history a couple of times. First, he oh, was just yeah, of course, because that's what Marvel does. Um, <laughs> the first time it was he was just a, a soldier who decided to, instead of working for the Kree, got tired of the Kree's BS that they were doing on Earth, and was like, I'm going to work for the. Uh, for earth now and save earth and work for earth and then then at another point he was in exile and then there was a bunch of other like i think two or three other retcons until he was like supposedly like the big hero who fought against thanos he fought against a bunch of other major villains and then he dies of cancer yeah he gets space cancer and he fucking dies Ooh. oh would that would that be correct doug i believe you're you, you were the one who who has a little bit more knowledge on on the original Captain Marvel than the rest of us? Uh, only a little. That was before my time for the most part. But yeah, um, okay, so he gets his power from these items called the Negabands, which, yes, I, I know how it sounds. Excuse me? <laughs> Negabands. Like Mega, but with an N. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> we got to make all sure right. we take our time pronouncing that word. <laughs> so, all right. So, what do the Megabands do exactly? Um, they are a Cree attempt to recreate uh, the Quantum Bands, which are the uh, bands that uh, Quasar wears around his wrists. Oh, I, I, the one that made, he's like a Quasar is like a more powerful Green Lantern. Uh, he can make the light constructs just like he can, but he also has a, like cosmic awareness and uh, the, the ability to manipulate energy in a way that Green Lantern can't. I do love cosmic awareness as, as a power because it's just like undefined. Is it like yeah. is it like a space spider sense or something? Sort of. Yeah, it's whatever. The, it's whatever the plot demands. Sometimes they can <laughs> yeah. just literally completely see something galaxies away as it's going. And then other times it's like these vague hints that are, you know, rippling through the force. He's force sensitive, basically. Yeah, that was what I was getting it's, at. Yeah. That's, that is a terrible way to describe powers, but totally accurate. Well, because that's, that's the thing about Star Wars and the force these days is that it's as powerful as as the story don't don't get started on star wars I'm not, nobody I'm not, wants to talk about star wars i do love me a star war once in a while guys. <laughs> but well captain for your information captain uh, marvel has fought in many star wars look at me i'm a regular that snake. that's a star wars character right <laughs> use the force harry <laughs> <laughs> make it so dumbledore <laughs> well that's and so here's the funny part so captain marvel the original character not the carol danvers one that we we're talking about we're gonna get into her in a couple seconds um you know because he actually so that's the other thing 
the Carol Danvers character, she gets her powers from Marvel. Isn't that correct? Uh, yes. Uh, she gets a very similar power set. Um, so she basically gets uh, his uh, enhanced strength, speed, flight, uh, energy projection, uh, basic superhero powers, essentially. Um, and she becomes Miss Marvel. Uh, we'll, right. We'll get to that in a moment, but uh, yeah. So the negabands uh, that he u- got his powers from, besides his genetic Kree enhancements, um, were the only thing that was keeping his cancer at bay. But wearing them prevented any kind of treatment, scientific, magical, or otherwise. So he Wait, was. So- so technically, his powers killed him. And his, like, his powers kept him alive. His powers kept him alive, but also prevented him from anyone from being able to cure him. So wait a minute, because you're saying like people could cure. So what? He could just he could just go like being a Cree. He can just go to like I don't know his his local like doctor. He can just walk into a hospital like, hey guys, I got cancer. Give me a hand here. <laughs> like it's got he's got nothing to do with like him him having different like physiology being a fucking alien well he does have space cancer who's gonna help him then <laughs> there's no cure oh, for space cancer oh, you can't, space you cancer can't. is worse than regular cancer wait, wait, is all it, right is let's get this straight is it literally written as space cancer i think it's just cancer i, I don't remember jim starlin ever specifying what kind of cancer it is oh, okay. was it jim starlin who killed him off yeah yeah that was him oh, okay Jim Starlin is probably one of the guys who wrote some of the most prolific cosmic stuff in the Marvel Universe. I but... think he's the only guy that wrote prolific, prolific uh, cosmic stuff in Marvel, yeah. besides Jack Kirby. Because that's that's the thing that you guys keep going on about. And actually, uh, Doug had recommended... Uh, what did you what did you have me read, Doug? Annihilation, I think it was? Oh, uh, Annihilation's so good! Yeah, yeah. I read... <laughs> wow, Paulo. Right, the Paolo, hell? Paulo, <laughs> do yourself a favor change your pants and then come back to us. <laughs> well, no, no, just cuz just cuz the one thing I'm starting to learn a lot is that the cosmic there, there's like the the there's like the Marvel with the Avengers and the X-Men and all that hoopla mm-hmm. on Earth and then there's like the cosmic stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah, they do cross paths a lot, but for the most part they're like kind of isolated from each other in a sense, in a way, right. kind of. Be- because one's on Earth and one's in the rest of everything. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere what a, else. I will say, I will say this: Marvel has some of the best um, written cosmic stuff in the past couple of years, in the sense that they they've done a really good job of fleshing out the different races mm-hmm. that you can find in um, in the cosmic universe. So, for example, the Kree have their whole backstory. We know their history. We know where they've meddled in in the on Earth. We know the scrolls; they've crossed over quite a bit in numerous storylines. Um, the Shi'ar Empire, which is uh, generally crosses over a lot more with the X-Men than anything else. Right. If you've, if you've ever watched the uh, the X-Men cartoon, they're uh, they're featured not heavily, but they're they're featured quite a bit. Right. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so Marvel gets space cancer. Captain Marvel gets space cancer and dies but before he does that uh what 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 happened how did captain marvel the carol danvers get her powers from captain marvel um didn't wasn't she infused with some of captain marvel's dna am i wrong 
how did you get it though? Like, how do you get infused with a Kree DNA? Is it like how an accident? Get, how do you get Fantastic Four powers? You get hit with cosmic rays. It's Marvel. No, no, actually, no. I think I, I think I read this. I think the original Captain Marvel was running around, and then he got stuck in tree sap, and then <laughs> then doctors got him, and they extracted his blood, and then they made clones with frog DNA. With, they had to use a little bit of frog DNA, <laughs> and and that's how I got there. Well, oh, no, no, okay. Oh, right. oh, okay. So then she gets hit by a bolt of, or, yeah, she she gets hit by a bolt of lightning, and then all, all anybody heard was ba 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 ba. That's what happened. But right? no, no. I bet, but to get hit by the bolt of lightning, instead of saying Shazam, she says Captain Marvel. Oh, right. that makes a lot yes. of sense. Okay. Well, no. All right. So let's go back. Let's go. Let's let's take a minute. Yeah. Step back. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is Carol Danvers before she becomes Captain Marvel. That is the code name that she takes after uh, getting caught in the explosion of a Kree device while she was close to Captain Marvel. And in the proximity of that happening, um, it messed with her DNA and it caused her to get, you know, your basic superpowers, as Doug described. You know, she got flight, energy projection, uh, some slight invulnerability. Uh, there were other things that she got, but it was, it was due to the injuries that she received and in the process of that explosion being close to Captain Marvel that she got infused with his DNA. So she comes back and she takes the role of Miss Marvel. Mm. So that's how that that is the introduction of the modern day Captain Marvel. So she spends um I want to say 1977 was the year that she gets her powers. Gotcha. Uh so she spends the next couple of years until like 2006 having a lot of messed up stuff happen to her. Now, a lot of messed up stuff happening. Now, is this the same Captain Marvel we're getting in the movie that's coming up? Uh, Carol Danvers, yes. Oh, okay. yes. Okay, and and yes. that's Captain Marvel number two. No, that's actually Captain Marvel number six. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, good. All right. Uh, yeah. The other ones, um, I can get through pretty quick. Okay, so the second one uh, was Monica Rambeau, who I mentioned earlier, uh, I believe, and uh, she didn't have any actual direct relation. Uh, to my knowledge, at least, uh, to the Cree. Um, but she just took up the mantle of the title. And she was on the Avengers uh, prominently in the 80s. Uh, she has light-based powers, uh, can like travel at the speed of light in a light form, etc. But w the thing I find funniest about her is that she has constantly had to change her superhero name. And throughout the years another character just steals it while she's using it and she ends up having to pick a new name because she's not as popular as the character <laughs> and uh two of those names were stolen by the same person in a row which would be the uh fourth captain marvel i believe or was it the third uh genus vel oh was wow. there a, was there a captain marvel in between in between genus vel and uh well, no, it's 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 Marvel, Monica Rambeau, right. Genus Vell, okay, Philavel, and then um, no, uh, Novar. Actually, there's one that you missed completely, and it's one that only makes a one-time appearance. It's the sleeper agent, the Skrull sleeper agent, who ah. was bound with Marvel's DNA. I actually, huh? I actually read that mini, and it's pretty cool. Uh, the Civil War mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. The the Return of Captain Marvel, I think it was called. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, had art by Ed McGinnis. I like that guy. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure if I read that. 
Um, uh, I mean, it's fine. Go I mean, did you read? Did it? you read Civil War? Oh, of course. I mean, okay. come on. But um, so Genus Vell uh, is. I'm not sure if the is a son or if he just has the DNA of Marvel. Um, because I don't know if the Kree reproduce in a traditional way. I believe he was genetically engineered. Yeah, that like he's not he's not his actual son, right? But like he's like a mix of the DNA between him and the chick that he was banging, right? Oh. No, that makes sense because uh, I I believe the Kree do a lot of that just on the norm genetic engineering. What, what banging a bunch? Uh, maybe. But... I mean, they can they can because they don't have to worry about a lot of nonsense that we have to worry about. Because like they're like, like genetically, like they're so genetically engineered at this point that I don't even think they they reproduce normally. Yeah, I honestly I don't know. I, I've never really delved into the Cree uh, reproductive system, but I seen her. You mean you mean you haven't studied the biological and sexual? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I want to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean two things? Where are we going with this? I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. Oh. <laughs> we are. We are no, 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 I'm not upset. I'm just thinking we are awful people. Oh, just no. collectively. Dragon me. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say we're collectively awful. Maybe one or two of us are. Uh, speak for yourself. I'm a trash monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh so okay. So it seems this Captain Marvel thing. So uh, the original OG Captain Marvel, <laughs> he has the uh, the bands. I'm not going to say it, and because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of my accent, it'll come off wrong. Um, <laughs> so he has the mega bands with an N, and then uh, <laughs> he got them somehow. And then basically every Captain Marvel has been through some sort of DNA thing more or less it just gets passed on uh pretty much um, um the the ones that kind of follow with the original captain marvel all tie into the kree in some way uh and the kree had as paula mentioned earlier genetically tampered with humanity uh earlier in our evolution mm. so so okay so so you have the ability of like you said you got flight you have uh Green Lantern, you got Force Sensitivity. Uh, no, actually, he doesn't have the Green Lantern powers. That's only Quasar. Oh. Because oh, oh, these are oh. just, like, but, imitations of, of the Quantum Bands. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, okay, so they're, 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 they're like the Dollar General version of the Quantum Bands. Right. They're the best the Supreme Intelligence could come up with. And that, uh, if you don't know, folks, is their leader, which is a gargantuan tentacled head in a bat composed of the brains of... They're top scientists, and they it has been the leader of the entire crew race for a million years. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he die at one point, and they have hey. to get a new? Uh, yeah, they... They, they got to get a new one. That, that's the thing. <laughs> they, just go to, they, they just go to Sears and go buy a new one. They, <laughs> get a new Supreme Intelligence. Yes, you got to get a new Supreme Leader. All, all I'm thinking of is, like, if, like, there was multiple cranes from, like, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they all, like, can combine <laughs> their powers. <laughs> You're not wrong. He kind of looks like a blue crank, yeah. but like gigantic. <laughs> so, all right. So, so, but like, are the powers that the Captain Marvel has, are they like well-defined or is it just um, kind of like one of those like things where, you know, it's like a Superman sort of thing where it, it's whatever the story calls for in a way. He does have uh, some like defined powers and, so besides uh, this super speed, super strength, invulnerability, flight, um, 
small regenerative regenerative ability, things like that. Uh, he and Carol both have the ability to uh, absorb, manipulate, and kind of change energy. Oh yeah, she they do have like, that, the ability to manipulate energy. Like, like mm. what is what does that even mean? Like, say somebody shoots her with an energy blast. Like, she might be able to absorb it, or if it's a type of energy that she can absorb, she might be able to focus her, like, her will and convert that to a type of energy that she could use. Yeah, or just redirect it itself. Right. Like, yeah, like, like so somebody shoots her with an energy blast. She's like, nah, bruh. And shoots mm. But, like, right, she, well, like, if I shoot her with a bullet, though. Well, she has invulnerability. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's kind of pointless. But is she invulnerable with bullets, though? Yes, mind bullets. <laughs> Ooh, that's telekinesis. That that depends on the mind. <laughs> Entirely different calibers. <laughs> well, so bringing it back, bringing it back to Carol Danvers now. So, seeing as she has most of the same powers, just not to the same level that Captain Marvel has, she takes on the moniker Miss Marvel, and she joins the Avengers. So she's she is part of the Avengers. She works with them. Um, she's an Avenger for all intents and purposes. And Captain Marvel, I believe, is dealing with all the cosmic stuff. So she's technically more important of a character to Earth than the actual Captain Marvel character was. Is this the dead one? This is the well, no, the dead one. <laughs> just just say Marvel. Marvel. All right, you're right. I should probably just clarify. Marvel <laughs> just say cookie puzzle. Is dealing, with, <laughs> is dealing with all the cosmic stuff. Carol is more of the grounded character. That is until at one point in the 80s, Carol meets a character named Marcus. Marcus, uh. yes, exactly. Marcus is a time god thing from the dimension of limbo and this oh, is oh, this is oh, oh, okay. yes this is this Marcus. is where I, this is where we're getting at from the beginning where i wanted to i i have to mention this because this is one of the weirder parts of her um of her story it's the weirdest it's the weirdest yeah, don't yeah. kid yourself yeah it is the weirdest let's be honest yeah it's the weirdest it was so, also creepy and kind of unwelcomed <laughs> and incredibly if you want to use the term rapey you can use the term rapey i don't really want to use that term ever i <laughs> I don't like to use it, but it I fair? think it is applicable. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, so she, first of all, Marcus is obviously a time god. He cannot leave the plane of limbo. So he obviously. decides that that um, Carol is the perfect means for him to escape limbo. So he appears to her and seduces her um, with his. Why doesn't does he just go under that stick? I don't understand. I, listen. This is, this is, I'm just literally telling you what happened. Because his back wasn't limber on that <laughs> I, boy. I couldn't, ah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you exactly what his motivations were, but let's be honest here. It's comics. He decides, he decides that Carol is the perfect vessel for his form. Sure. Um, convinces her to come to limbo where he seduces <laughs> where her, impregnates her with himself. And then when she leaves Limbo, gives birth to him. Okay, okay. So what you're saying is is that she gives birth to Marcus Wahlberg. <laughs> then as as Marky Mark beats up that elderly man. Oh, the Vietnamese guy? Some, yeah, yeah, Calls him some horrible slurs. And then in like 20 years later, stars in uh, Marky Mark and the Monkey Bunch. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. But very similar. Did, did you not see that movie though? I did. Look, I'm not even going to get into that. What the the, the Tim Burton uh, 
Fun of the Apes remake? Yeah, of course I saw that movie. Oh, you kidding God. me? Yeah, who has it? That's a terrible movie. If you look at it, if you look at it as a Planet of the Apes movie, it's Marky Mark and the Monkey Bunch. It's great then. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it because you're not wrong. Uh, anyway, um, so she gives birth to this, and also not to mention the fact that the the because he's a time god, he is. Uh, it's an accelerated pregnancy, and she gives birth to him in less than like two or three days. Uh, and then the and then the child proceeds to explain to the Avengers who he is as he's you know growing up in front of their eyes. The problem is due to his accelerated something goes wrong with the the birth or something, and it turns out that he can't stop his aging. So he ju- tries to jump back to limbo with Carol, and it turns out that he still can't stop his aging. So he dies. Oh, good, great, good. Yeah. Whoa. You have this major event in the life of an important character at the time, and it's like three issues that they cover this with, Good, and then no, the guy that's... just dies. Wait, so yeah. that's that's it? Just that's it. seriously yeah. just just three, yeah. just three. It, 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 never spoken of again. It's, be, it's best left forgotten. This is becoming well, a theme with right. Marvel. First, first, uh, first, uh, first uh, the DC has some too. Trust me. Well, I don't know. The, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still going back to Demon in a Bottle, where uh, you know where Tony Stark uh, helps spur the baby, and then you never hear the baby again. It's yeah, true. That's real, but that's <clears throat> honestly though that that is a recurring theme. Like they're gonna they they set something up just to like oh I don't think this is ever gonna work again. We'll just kill him like. Uh, you guys have read some of uh, Grant Morrison's run on X-Men, right? Remember Zorn? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, he, was Magneto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was Magneto, and then he wasn't, right? Great. And then he was again, but no, screw it. We can't figure it out. We'll just kill him. <laughs> it's fine. Good. <laughs> Good, he's dead. <laughs> hey, you know, you know Wolverine? You know how he's like, he, for, he, he didn't have memories or what? He, he, he had amnesia. Uh-huh. And, 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 and the Weapon X Project puts some adamantium in him, and, he, and, he, and he's got, you know, skelly bones. Oh, yeah, him, that was right? the best. Great. Yeah, it was good times, but you know what? None of that's real. He's, you know, he's actually just a part of a race that evolved from wolves. Good, great. Nope, we're just gonna forget that happened too. I wish I that's could. A real thing. Romulus Rom- exists. Romulus. Romulus exists. That's, that's for that is for Remember another episode. Remember Clone Wars? Remember Ben Riley? Oh my Don't God. even ask. We're Don't even ask. Too. Don't even ask. That is for another episode. I've, I've s- because we will we will have to cover that at some point because I've struck a nerve. It's great. Uh, yes. Uh, did we break Ed or did we make him better than ever? I think he's having flashbacks <laughs> or something. It sounds like it. No, dude. The the uh, Clone Saga broke me when I was a kid. Well, yeah. Oh, dude. man. The Clone Saga Spider-Man. That's for our next episode, guys. Ooh. Ooh. We'll, we'll touch on the Clone Saga. Oh, we will. <sighs> as much, much to yeah, everyone's we goddamn dismay. Yeah. Oh, my God. We might not but- want to touch touch it our, our our grip might you know recoil as we get near but we will oh, force no, no. ourselves to touch it no i mean no i'm not forcing touching anything oh my god oh god i think we i think we need a break after, after, i need a we need yeah. a break and i need a cold goddamn shower after this this is oh my Wait. god after talking about marcus i'm not touching anything i'm not forced to touch anything oh. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll be back so since we're talking about jeff goldblum I got to thinking about the old Mad Magazine I remember reading back in the 90s where they spoofed Independence Day, where they ended it not with Jeff Goldblum hacking the alien mothership, but by instead installing Windows 95 on it. 
causing it to crash. And, I mean, yeah, that's got to stink if you're the aliens having your mothership crashed, but at the same time, with Windows 95, it was basically just like a shell for DOS. Like, you could still run most of your old DOS games on it natively. So, like, I don't know, if I was those aliens, I'd be kind of bummed that, you know, my mothership was crashed, but at the same time, I'd be like, yo, yo, we could put play some XCOM on this thing and, you know get a get the human's perspective on what, what we're doing and you know maybe they would learn maybe maybe if aliens could play XCOM and know the horrors that we would go through they would understand and they wouldn't invade us and it would be peaceful maybe alright enough of my rambling back to the podcast and we're back we're in the middle of talking about when Miss Marvel had just recently been impregnated by a time god don't you just hate it when that happens? Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that's like my Thursdays. It's the worst. Well, no, interestingly enough, so... What's interesting about that? It's awful. Wait, no. The interesting part is Marvel then decides we're not going to talk about that anymore. Oh, oh you mean That like... didn't happen. That's just common sense. Exactly. <laughs> that didn't happen. Instead, she has a run-in with another really famous character. Uh, the Rock. The Rock does a run-in. Yes, The Rock, clearly. No, it's another <laughs> art... Uh, Amazingly enough, another R named superhero, Rogue from the X Men. Ooh, ooh. Uh, tell me more. Yeah, well, she has a she. Well, this is of course before Rogue is even a um, X Men hero. Yeah, yeah, she's not even an X Man yet. She doesn't know how to control her powers. Um, they actually show this episode in the uh, X Men animated series where um, she lands back on earth nobody even knows that she's back on earth from this whole thing with the whole marcus thing happening wait a second she doesn't she doesn't even have a time or a a time she doesn't even have time to hit like starbucks or something no she's like she comes back she's trying she tries to stop rogue from i I forget what they were trying so so she so miss marvel comes back from outer space she just came back to see her with the same look upon her face (laughs) 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 she made it made her change the lock she should have (laughs) Left her stupid key. If only she, she know, left her stupid. If key. only she know for just one second, she'd be back to bother me. Oh, oh now go. Man. <laughs> well, okay. So, the Brotherhood of Mutants. Uh, Doug, Doug, does she survive? I have so many questions. You have to go wait and find out. Okay, so what happens <laughs> is that she tried to interfere with the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, uh, or they might have just been going by the Brotherhood at that point, because why would you call yourself Evil Mutants anyway? Um, yeah, Did so you want people to know what's on the itinerary. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we it was, helping old ladies, guys. Not, guys, not are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> Help old ladies? Nope. Jaywalking? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> They're so evil. <laughs> so evil. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so if you ever wonder why Rogue had flight and strength and invulnerability and her ability to absorb powers, like that might have seemed. Is, the thought has never crossed my mind. <laughs> well, all right then. That's Ed for you. But. <laughs> Ed just accepted it as is. Yeah, so uh, Rogue was a member. Uh, she's uh, Mystique's child, you know, uh, adopted child. Adopted. Yeah, adopted child, I'm going to say. Um. And so she's a part of the Brotherhood at that point, and she drain starts to drain Miss Marvel, uh, and she doesn't stop, and she basically sucks out her powers permanently, and also uh, 
like puts her in a coma because she basically steals her mind, all of her memories and experiences, which fractured Rogue even further. But uh, poor Carol was comatose for a while. Ooh. A couple of years, right? Yeah. She was, she was gone for a bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like nobody knows what happened to her. And that was the time. That's how they erased the Marcus storyline, like from actually being something that has to be acknowledged in the universe itself. Wait, wait, so how did how does that retcon everything? Was that just something that like she thought happened? Uh, it's not something that she thought happened. It's something that the Avengers were like, oh, this is what actually happened. She went into a coma as opposed to disappearing with Marcus for a few years. Because she actually left the Avengers with 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 Marcus because she was um like using his special time powers. She made her fall in love with him. Yeah, that that was the whole rapey thing. This guy didn't just seduce her; like he mentally manipulated her into doing it. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, it is even in the eighties that they had to have known how poor taste that was. Yeah, no kidding. Oh boy. Well, in either in either case, so she loses her powers as a result. She ends up in a coma, um, because of it, and just kind of disappears from like the the limelight. For a while. Also the regular light, coma. <laughs> oh, that's freaking <laughs> oh terrible. Oh my god. Alright. So when does she come back, Doug? Uh she comes back in nineteen eighty four. Um she uh is on an adventure in space with the X Men. Um she doesn't have any powers at this point except for baseline, slightly enhanced strength, like the Cree genetics, but like n- nothing crazy. Uh, so okay, so she just randomly wakes up after a few years. Is that is that what you're telling me? She just after like a while, she just oh I'm 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 up again, but I don't have my powers. Um, I honestly did not read the stories where she woke up. I do know though that she did wake up at some point. Uh, that she did not have her powers anymore, and I know that she became involved in a storyline uh, that Chris uh, Chris Claremont wrote in the '80s for X Men. Um, right, and Professor Xavier restores her memories for her. I believe that did happen. And, oh, what a nice guy. But that's not the craziest thing that happened to her on this. Um, it's always something with this. So the X-Men and Carol were teleported to space by uh, the Brood. Which, you see, you uh, see this, this is why I was asking before about the, the on-Earth stuff and the space stuff mixing, because I knew it'd be that easy to make that stuff mix. Yeah. They come to earth and invade. <laughs> the end. Uh, yeah. So the brood, uh, which are kind of like xenomorph ripoffs in a sense. Aliens. Yeah. It's should... like aliens from aliens. The movie. Right. I, I, Just to clarify to I our... was thinking the Zerg as in the brood wars. Believe it or not, the Z- anyone who knows Starcraft and knows the Zerg, they kind of look like the Zerg. They, ah. they, they do actually. Um, I was thinking of like Edge and Christian Gangrel. <laughs> no, bad Ed. Stop trying to make a, stop trying to make this about wrestling. <laughs> so uh, in space, uh, the Brood are doing all kinds of like torturous genetic experiments on everybody, and in the process, end up giving Carol an entirely new power set. Does she come float up through the stage and spit out blood? <laughs> um, Oh, I hate you for making that wrestling reference again. <laughs> no, um, 
she does get blood red, like her skin her skin turns red and Oh, see it's relevant. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her skin turns red and she basically starts sprouting spouting fire from her hair and her hands and wherever she happens to be flying. Basically kind of like a female human torch who can wear clothes. Um, what was her actual power set though? Like what else did she get? Was it similar to her original uh, powers? They were, but they were way enhanced uh she had much greater control over energy uh, absorption and manipulation because the genetic experimentation apparently gave her access to this cosmic power source they called the white hole what uh, yeah oh boy the white hole, the white hole. i got <laughs> well, okay no so just to kind of give you clarification uh so you're you know what we're talking about and she what is that at this point that she calls us a world word or binary binary Okay, so uh, you saw the trailer, right, Matt? Uh, yeah, all I remember from it, though, she crashes into a blockbuster and punches an old lady <laughs> in the face. All right, so there's a scene at the end off. of the tra- there's a scene at the end of the trailer where it's like she's she almost looks like she's powering up. And to uh, any of our listeners who uh, have watched Dragon Ball Z, and it looks like her hair starting to stand up, almost as if she's going Super Saiyan. Um, that is more or less what the binary form is. So, like, she has ultra ability to manipulate energy. She just has enhanced abilities from her normal power set. Uh, uh, and she kind of just looks really, really cool. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is pretty much exactly a Super Saiyan transformation because it changes her complete uh, appearance completely and dramatically increases her power. Gotcha. 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 So she gets these powers for how long? Like a couple of years she gets them she gets them that strong? Um I'd say like a hot minute. Like I think it was like three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> so that's longer than a cup of coffee then. Oh definitely, definitely. Longer than I say it's hot at least. So all right, so she gets these powers. She comes back calling herself binary. Um, wait, why binary? Uh I think it's because uh she was tapping into like some kind of binary star system or i think that's at least what they're trying to allude to with her name mm. I, yes that's correct because in this day and age if you have somebody you know going around with a name called binary it you kinda... think computer powers yeah so that happens we we have a situation where she's now much more powered she has sporadic uh kind of storylines here and there where she shows up um i feel like really that's when they stopped utilizing her as much uh, for a little while, it was. Um, in the late 90s, or possibly mid-90s, um, she eventually loses her um, her binary powers. Uh, she loses the link to the white hole power source. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she does. <laughs> uh, she manages to, just as a coincidence, maintain like all of the other powers she originally had, but... She can't like tap into this cosmic power source to power up into binary. Um, she starts calling herself Warbird and getting very broody and upset that she's not as powerful as she used to be. And yeah, so, and by broody, you mean she's brooding and not one of those, not one of the aliens, right? Actually, that is a good clarification considering that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So she actually, at this point, if I remember correctly, she. Becomes an alcoholic, doesn't she? Yep. Following in Tony's footsteps. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, I was about to say, you got to be hanging out with Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, she basically, like I said, was mourning uh, 
her sense of powerlessness, even though she's still, you know, able to fly and lift 50 tons above her head and shoot energy beams. But she's too normal now. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know that's a, that's that's a crock of shit when you're like too normal, so you become an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Right. oh, I don't have superpowers anymore. Oh, I can't knock out Captain America with one punch. Yeah. My life's terrible. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I, I will say though, she did have a pretty traumatic uh, getting her brain sucked out of her face. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. There has been th- this poor character has gone through so much uh, she before has. she even, and this is even before she is. Captain Marvel. We're still talking Miss Marvel here. Mm-hmm. She was Miss Marvel for the majority of her career. But anyway, so she gets to the point where she has to quit the Avengers uh, because of her problem and Tony Stark helps her rehab uh, through it. And I think she gets over that around <laughs> 2002, 2003. I'm too drunk. I can't fight aliens anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and does, she sleep, does she sleep with Tony? She sleeps with Tony. I, uh, okay. She slept with Tony at least once. I'm pretty sure I've slept with Tony. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing was better than when Gamora slept with Tony, though. Oh, that's a great thing. Nothing's been better than that, Doug? That's just the pinnacle of literature? Uh, It's it's the pinnacle of Tony Stark's bedroom life. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so go go ahead. So what happens after she she kicks the alcoholism with the help of Tony Stark? Okay, well, this is when a big event that was not really about her came into being uh house of m which was the marvel storyline that basically solved their uh over mutant overpopulation problem by depowering 99 percent of the mutants in the world how do you do that uh be the scarlet witch uh, yeah, yeah just, just just be her and it happens really yeah all yeah. she has to do is say no more mutants yeah Bam, she goes crazy. 99 of the mutants depowered all right, the world. Here's, here's, She's gone. here's my problem i don't know shit about the scarlet witch but uh um she she uses chaos magic is it chaos magic or is it, it reality war? It's both because she, sure, she, she, <laughs> sure no, no, not, because writers can't decide. You sure, you sure like, it's not chaos emeralds? <laughs> no, she, I wish. Uh, her mutant powers affect probabilities, but she also does know some actual magic. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that's just writers going, uh, you want vanilla or chocolate? And they're just like, mm, you know what? Throw some How strawberry in there. We'll get Neapolitan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like that Napoleon ice cream. So, he died in Russia, right? Oh, but, I thought you were going to do Napoleon ice cream where uh, he retires after getting Pedro elected. <laughs> <laughs> that one's better. Okay. So, uh, but during this House M uh, storyline, there is an alternate reality that uh, the Scarlet Witch had created uh, where mutants were the dominant race and human beings were kind of on the way out. I mean, are, are mutants already the dominant race, technically? Like... I mean, if you want to, if you want to consider the fact that they are supposedly the next step of evolution, as Magneto they have said, they are. Man, yeah, come on. They don't have the social power though. But in, oh, they're in, terrible it, at social yeah. social interaction. Let's well, I mean, when you got a bunch of mutants running around calling themselves the Eagle Brother, the Evil Brotherhood. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What the, what the what do you expect? <laughs> it, evil, Look at the, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. What? Are they the good guys? I don't know. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, right. I'm joining the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I want to do some good for my community. <laughs> which, which, ironically enough, okay. The leader of the Brotherhood of Mutants, Magneto, is the leader of the world in House of M. Mm. Hence, Magneto, House of M, mutants, uh, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, all tied uh, together. Uh, yeah. I get it because Magneto starts with M. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, it works yeah, on right. two levels, and that's more than one. <laughs> yep. 
so there in that storyline isn't she like one of the only like i'm sorry she's the most popular superhero yeah and this is in a world where there's a lot of anti-human prejudice because mutants are when i say the dominant species i mean like population wise and also in terms of government control um yeah mutants mutants run the government mutants pretty much it's a world of mutants right there the humans aren't treated quite as badly as we treat the mutants but it's still not equal yeah, it's still pretty wait, bad wait, 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 wait. you're saying we treat the mutants i don't think i've ever met one yes you have come on went to school with some i'm talking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I set them up and he knocks them down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just are we talking know, humans? <laughs> are we talking about the bit? Or are we talking about people? <laughs> no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about human beings. But uh, in I'm this a world, trash monster. I told you. <laughs> anyway, but in this world, she was the world's most popular hero, like the most famous. She was like the Superman, like not so much in terms of being more powerful than everybody else, but. Yeah. But she was a she was a uh, a Kryptonian from an exploding planet. Pretty much, okay. no. Uh, but she was the darling of the public. Everybody loved her, uh, and also people basically associated her with heroism. And uh, when House of M ended and reality got back to normal, she maintained the memories of what she was in that. Uh, universe and that motivated her to work harder and because she saw the hero she could be and that was in 2005 and that was basically the start of carol's push to become one of the big names in marvel yeah wasn't she shortly after that um didn't uh captain america invite her to be part of the avengers um yes i think a little bit after that was hang on a second just just real quick when you said carol's push to become big in marvel uh you mean like that was like the writers like, hey, let's start writing good stories with her or something like that to make her a more mainstream character? Or are you talking about what's happening in the story itself? Both. Ah, okay. Yeah. She, yeah. she wants to be a more recognized hero. It's not so much uh, an ego thing like gratifying being famous, mm-hmm. but she wants what she had. Well, she, she wants to be. She yeah. hit rock bottom. Well, yeah, she hit rock bottom and then immediately was warped into rock top. Anyway. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, so she saw what she could have had and what she was capable of if she was willing to put in the time and work and effort. And that was, so yes, in that sense, it's in story, but also yes, about the writers trying to push her into a larger position because. That's when, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was, was going to say it's because basically Marvel needs a Wonder Woman. Yeah, they need somebody somebody to equal the kind of popularity and the the I know this is gonna be like a terrible word to use, but the the feminist ideal for like the girl for little girls to be to like. Well, I mean, I you know, I, th- I think I like the idea though of her of her origin more though, because I mean, it, with Wonder Woman, it's pretty much oh hey, you know, let's try to get some female readers. Let's let's you know, let's put Superman in the skirt. Wonder Woman done. That's actually oh, not Wonder Woman, but we'll cover that. We'll probably have to cover that. Or it episode. seems like that. Like that's how they it's, market her, though. Uh, mm, it seems that's how they market her. There's a whole. That's and, and up and, up yeah. until recently, like the movie, like watch the old uh, the Wonder Woman show from the 70s. Uh, well, come on, man. That was the 70s. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. You, you should also watch the Shazam show from the 70s. Actually, I started watching that <laughs> and it is as hilariously amazing as you would expect it to be. 
<laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> so bad. It's... Well, the next thing you're going to say is the Adam West Batman show wasn't ridiculous. The Adam West Batman show was the it's most beautiful. hardline, darkest version of Batman ever produced. <laughs> when you really sit down and think about it, like it's pretty crazy what, what he's doing. Well, there's there's actually a Batman run that's kind of modeled in the style of Adam West Batman. Uh-huh. If it was taken deadly seriously, like there's these campy, ridiculous characters, right? Or just, they're murderous. Like, well, no, that's... nobody's joking around. That's that's a good conversation piece for the Batman episode. Yeah, when we get to that. I don't know. That's that's exactly I, what I was gonna say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, but in terms of in terms of the big push that that she got, um, I don't want to say it was an editorial edict for her to get a big push, but really, a lot of writers finally started to take the character a little bit more serious. And then mm-hmm. Marvel gave her to well, okay. So there's a couple of other storylines that happen in between there where she doesn't. She takes a big role, like Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, he begins his run on the New Avengers, and oh. she gets part. She she's get she gets made part of the main team, you know, during the Dark Avengers storyline. Um, yeah, I remember. I think a little before that, uh, Captain America just being like, "Hey, uh, you're doing some good stuff, and uh, we want you to come have some some sangria with the boys. Like, uh, <laughs> come, come join a team. It's real good. It's good times." Yes, exactly. Tony that. caters is exactly. good. Exactly. Tony Tony does cater. Tony brings the best sangria, as we all know. <laughs> it's funny because he's an alcoholic. We're just making fun of people with substance abuse problems, right? Oh, God. Oh, God. Good. It's and funny because it's... it's tragic and painful. Uh, it's, it's, not like, it's not like both those characters have weird birthing stories. No, not at all. Characters. Not, even, not even a little bit, man. Well, yeah. at so least, at so, least we concluded in another episode that uh, the 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 baby that was born in uh, Demon in a Bottle grew up to become Christina Aguilera. <laughs> uh, in any case, so <laughs> this is really like I said, like we were saying, this is when she gets her her big push. Like as as someone put it, it's they make her their the premier heroine. Yeah, is what they what they want her to be. Like she's supposed to be like. Like one of the covers that they put for for one of her first uh, new new issues is like it's her in her black and white costume uh, when it was still like the skin tight outfit that she used to wear um, in front of an American flag. So like you don't get more like this is going to be as iconic as it gets after this. Mm. <laughs> um, and then in like I believe it was 2012 is when they they finally like give her the big to start giving her the big push and the. The real big push starts when uh, the Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, story arc begins with her, where she actually gets the okay from Captain America to actually use the moniker of Captain Marvel. Why? So, like, why, she why, does, just, like, why does she care yeah. about Captain Mar- uh, America, though? Like Everybody like, cares about Captain America. Everybody cares opinion. about Captain America. Yeah, but why, America, did, why, yeah. Did, why does Captain America get the final say in that? He doesn't, he's, but she respects him enough where she needs his approval or she won't be able to accept it for herself put it like this it's like asking the godfather for permission to whack somebody <laughs> <laughs> like the, the captain america is is the godfather of the of the marvel universe so to speak mm. it's like in, asking in bruce a, springsteen if you can move to new jersey you just gotta do it exactly <laughs> he's gonna tell you to move the hell out of it <laughs> haven't you listened to his music <laughs> no this is a true story supposedly uh new jersey is one of the only states that ha- does not have a state song because they got so close to making it born to run until like at the last round That's... of voting they realized wait a second this is a song about getting the fuck out of jersey 
That's hilarious. That's actually absolutely I true. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if it's a joke. I, I, it's not the first time I've heard that. But having lived in Jersey as long as I have, I could totally see that being true. Oh. Regardless. So she asks Captain America if she, if it's okay, like if she can use that name because like she feels that she's at a point in her career where she um, should. She wants to. She wants to do more. Like she wants to be a symbol. She wants to be something that people respect and look up to. Yeah, she's not, not that... just a miss anymore. Exactly. It, yeah. And then yeah, and then the Kelly Sue DeConnick run starts, and pretty much it's on the basis of her being a better person, being better than what she is, and reaching higher. And uh, she goes through a lot of stuff in that in that run, but the run is. Listen, not for nothing. It's probably one of the best runs of comic books for a female character I've ever read. It is. It is actually a really good run. Yeah, it, and it's long too. I think it goes for like, I don't know. I think like six, seven years. Oh wow. Uh, she writes. She writes quite a bit. Marvel. She goes back out to space. Um, you know, she explores uh, some of the Kree stuff. She tries to do some space adventures. She adopts a cat. That turns out to be an interdimensional uh, creature that actually, um, I believe it. It looks like a house cat, but it reproduces into millions of other house does, cats. Does the cat? Does the cat talk? No, I'm no, not. He I don't talk. care. I don't care. Keep, keep going. Wait, wait. I don't care. <laughs> they, so they trouble. They trouble with tripled her. Yes, they trouble with tripled her. Oh, Jesus. does she live with? Does she live with her two ants? No, she does not live with her two ants. I'm out. <laughs> how many? No talking cat, no ants. How many cakes has she stolen? Uninterested. Ooh, it better be 40. <laughs> oh, man. Because that's four tens. And that's bad. No, but again, <laughs> like she, this is, this is really where if you, if, readers, if you want to start reading about the, the character that you're going to see in the movie, start reading at this point. That, that um, is actually the part where you really want to get on board. So, yeah. so really though, so, so. It sounds like what's going to happen in this movie is she's going to come crashing down to Earth. Uh, she's got <laughs> she's got the Kree blood going on her. I mean, the Kree DNA, whatever. Um, and at least in the comics, she gets power. She loses powers. It sounds like the writers are just kind of having a lot of fun with her characters, trying to figure out what kind of works all this time. And then she just says, hey, make me Captain Marvel. And bam, and they're running with it. They did more or less let the character drift all over the place and kind of use her to just do whatever they wanted for a while. Uh, I would say it was in the early 2000s or mid-2000s when she really kind of stuck. Like, she had been around all along, but she finally landed. There's uh, there's nothing wrong, I think, with, like, having characters float around like that, in, in a sense, you know? I mean, there's there's, yeah. there's plenty of bands that... You know, they don't have two albums that sound alike, but they're all pretty interesting. Oh, no, I, I'm all for um, interesting character changes, uh, provided that they flow naturally with the character. Yeah. yeah, I feel and I feel that's that's kind of where the where this this movie tries to take the character. It's like this character that has a history in the cinematic universe. We just don't know it because she hasn't landed. Literally. Uh, yeah. Spe Literally. Speaking of, though, uh, that's something that we have actually surprisingly failed to mention is her military background. Oh, oh yeah. She's I, in I, Air I was going to say, she, she, she failed to land? I, I thought she landed in that blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's an Air Force pilot. She's actually a, a decorated uh, Air Force pilot, if I recall correctly. Ooh, well, what is she decorated with? Is it like 
Like Christmas lights? No, Ed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> got my hopes up. I was really, really looking forward to that. How would she need Christmas lights? She can literally shoot light. <laughs> what she can. Want? Why wouldn't you want Christmas lights? They just seem superfluous. Proof you, proof you heard it here, folks. Heard it here for, ah, first, folks. Doug hates Christmas. Yeah. Doug does hate Christmas. He does hate Christmas. The war on Christmas it starts with Doug. Starts again. It starts. It with starts Doug. with Doug. <laughs> man, Doug. Doug. Doug's like the Punisher for Christmas. He's waging his one his one man war on the Holy Spirit. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. This is that point where if I had any fans, I'd be getting angry emails. <laughs> Christmas just got personal. He's he's, well, he's it, part it, of the evil anti-Christmas gang. Don't worry, <laughs> they're good guys. <laughs> in, in the brotherhood case. of evil Christmas. <laughs> God, nothing. In any case, at this point is really where she it during this run and everything that follows afterwards, she finally begins to start taking leading roles in like the various Marvel crossovers. So for example, in uh Civil War Two, she plays a she plays a predominant role. Yeah, she, so she's taking taking leading roles. Like somebody offered it to her, and she's like, "Look, like the script. I'll take that one." Well, that's actually kind of what what happens. Like she she begins to uh, take part in major missions for Sword, which is um, like a Marvel military agency that they they're pretty much set up to protect Earth from intergalactic threats. Oh, okay, so, uh, it, so it's, she's it's like Shield for space. Yeah, it's it's yes, Space Shield. Exact exactly what it's Space Shield. Except it's so, why they, so why did they just call it spaceship? <laughs> I, I that sounds a, awesome. I wish I had a better answer for you, but they decided to go with the acronym SWORD. No, that sounds awesome, though. I mean, SWORD's pretty cool, but Space Shield? No. <laughs> <laughs> so she actually, you know, she goes out into space. She crosses over with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a couple of issues. Um, she meets Rocket, and that's the whole thing where Rocket's just like, that is not a cat. That is not a cat, sir. Do you want me to kill it? Ma'am, do you want me to kill it? Because I will kill it right now. And Carol's <laughs> like, no, that's my cat. Don't kill my cat. And, she, and and Rocket's like, that's not a cat. That's not a cat. That's an evil being that's going to infest your ship with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she just really needs protein. Like, this doesn't sound like a bad thing. It, sound, it sounds like it's... I love me an omelet. It sounds like an Easter kind of creature. Oh, what the hell? Paul over here at the war against Easter. <laughs> hey, Paul, are you cutting it in on like my you turf? You days off. I'm sorry. I said you cutting in on my turf. <laughs> I might be. Damn yeah. long ears trying to take Easter away from Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, in Civil War, she was the leader of one of the two opposing factions. Uh, and the basic premise, without going into too many spo- uh, story details, is uh, what do you do if you have knowledge of the future? Do you act on it before it's happened, uh, or do you? respond because somebody's not guilty until they've done something and that's like the basic premise of that uh conflict between the hero community wait so, really so you're stupid. telling me so you're telling me that civil war 2 is just minority report with 100 percent less tom cruise yes i'm so uninterested yeah, yeah no i <laughs> count me out no i think that was the worst part <laughs> civil war 2 was meant to be like a really big kind of crossover and it kind of fell flat on its it, face in my opinion no you're not you know you're not wrong on this it, it was uninspired like, I feel like they could have done so much more with it, and then they just didn't. 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 Exactly. Like, I hate to be like, just, they just didn't. But, like, in the end, it 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 goes to what we're talking about of the character. It actually affected her quite a bit in terms of the fact that she 
at for at the beginning of it she's like no we can't we we have to act on things if we know that they're going to happen to to avoid them and then tony stark was like what are you talking about that's not what we do and people cannot be people cannot be uh guilty before they even commit the crime it's like saying that they're they're guilty because they thought about it mm. yeah it's 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 exactly minority report yeah yeah yeah, Although uh, Stark does rightfully get a lot of shit because he, I mean, that was the entire purpose of the Illuminati. <laughs> yes, that was the entire purpose of the Illuminati. Wasn't Doesn't, it? Isn't he also like Robo Hitler in the story? Iron Man? No. Mm, no, no, no. And this is, I think this is also just before we get um, Hydra Captain America. Yeah, it is. That was Secret yeah. Empire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So that's why that's why that that's why that storyline is so kind of like uh but isn't, oh wait, isn't um Civil War two like don't they also allude to like it, the entire thing just being set up by Hydra Cap? Uh they do during the Secret Empire. Uh, Alright, let's let's not get too deep into that. So um, uh, so it sounds like we're pretty much caught up then with uh Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, she's had an interesting and diverse history. Um, she had a core as well as well, at one point, I believe as well. She had a what? She had a, the Carol Corps. The I believe the, what the hell did they call them the Carol Corps? She had her own team. I don't know. I don't think okay, the, I don't yeah, think they call I, them that. Because <laughs> I I originally heard the Cattle Corps. No, and I no, was, it's or, or no. the Churro. <laughs> she she had her own miniseries called Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps. That sounds so terrible. What was what was the uh, <laughs> what was the requirement? You just your first name just had to be Carol. <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly, I I have to be honest. Just gonna put your middle aged yeah. Captain Marvel. Like that was probably all, one of those stories pick, that I. They're all just picking up their kids at soccer practice. Like, <laughs> Carol Corps assembled. I skipped. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that really was one of those stories We've that I skipped. PTA like just because of, just because the name was really dumb, but it was supposedly really good. I I just I honestly have not read it. All I know is that. They gave her her own team. It was a tie-in during uh, what big storyline was it? Try to remember. Secret Wars. It was during Secret. You're Wars. very excited about figuring that out. Yes, well, I was, was excited because Secret Wars was. He knows all about eh? the Secret War. Well, <laughs> Secret. Yeah, well, that's when um, the Marvel Universe was destroyed and remade in the image of Doctor Doom. Way to, ru oh, way, to the, way to ruin the okay. secret. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I thought you were talking about the time that the heroes and villains just you know, ran at each other in, in a giant barren wasteland because Hasbro wanted to sell toys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole nother. Yeah. Whole nother that's, whole... that's the worst we wish would have stayed secret. Yeah. But just to kind of summarize. So we've we've reached the point where she is right now in the comics she in, in in the comics and where they'll probably bring her to in the marvel universe she's a very powerful character she can pretty much stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the the tougher villains uh with no issues and that's why they're trying to kind of brand her as the um you know the the face that rescues the place. The place. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's more or less. I mean, Doug. I think you you did put it the best that she's she's more or less the Wonder Woman of uh, yeah the Marvel Universe now, or at least they're trying to put her in that situation. Yes. Right. They're trying to make her into that. And I think do not be surprised if along with that comes another power up, because and it might not even be a plot introduced power up. They might just subtly 
start making her more powerful over time like they did with Luke Cage and a bunch of other characters. Oh, just because they're kind of popular now, so we'll just mm-hmm. Cause we'll just let's give them up. a let's give them a power up. Yeah. yeah, because the thing is, is she's super powerful, but and she can hold her own against characters like Thor and the Hulk, but she couldn't beat them. Right, right. And I think they are going to want to get it to a point where she can fight on their level. Well, she's going to have to because they're hyping her up to be the well, thing that beats Thanos. Isn't isn't her binary form as powerful as that? Uh, probably, but um, without that uh, extra. Uh, co- extra cosmic power source. Um, she can only use binary form when she has absorbed a massive amount of energy. So that's like when she can use that energy to go super saiyan and turn into binary. I mean, doesn't everybody, almost everybody, uh, at least like the, the the big guns in the Marvel universe, have some kind of like super saiyan transformation now? Like, I mean, Thor's got like twelve of them. We got Hulk with Rune, uh, not Rune, um, Worldbreaker Hulk. Mm. Mm. I don't think we have any super caps. <laughs> Um, throw him in armor, maybe. I mean, Hy- Hydra Cap was pretty ridiculous. Gamma, yeah, but Hydra Cap, Hydra Cap was ridiculous because he had Hydra backing him. Gamma radiation. Also, also a bad story. Yeah, so okay. bad. Such a terrible story. But you, you mentioned Luke Cage before, Doug. Uh, we need to do an episode on him because I can't wait to talk about how he punched Doctor Doom for tw- uh, two hundred dollars. <laughs> I thought it was twenty. No, no, it was two hundred. Oh God! Although twenty would have made it even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Well, I mean, I believe in closing, um, the thing we want to say about Captain Marvel and the whole idea of this this movie that's coming out is really just to kind of see that what this character has been through. She's been through so many rewrites. She's been through so many um, changes in her power sets. Um, she's had like traumatic experiences happen to her. She's been an alcoholic. And through it all, she's kind of where... Marvel kind of wants to push this idea of a new type of hero, mm-hmm. a new type of um, just like positive influence right. to their universe. She's conquered and her demons and mm-hmm. she saw her potential literally in another universe. And yeah, was... she is living on the straight and narrow and trying to do her best to get there with her uh, badass military swagger. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, Matt, I feel like, have you? do you have a better understanding of the character at this point? Or are you still, there's some more questions that you need to ask? It sounds like she's one of those characters where they just kind of, you know, she's kind of like the kind of person where they, uh, they kind of just try to do a little bit of everything. And then eventually it just kind of works out. So, I mean, it's definitely, it definitely sounds like a fun character to kind of just see how she changes over all this time. You know, and- yeah, it's quite and a journey. Is, yeah, and, and and now would be the best time to jump on because I, I like out of out of a lack of what to say, the sky's the limit for this character. Mm-hmm. I know there's there's so many places they can go with her, and just starting her at the point where they are with the movie universe, and then everything that she's done since she became Captain Marvel. There's only there's only hopefully room to grow, but definitely um, as as we'd mentioned before, um, if you want to kind of skip over a lot of the backstory do that afterwards read her stories beginning with the kelly sue kelly sue DeConnick run from uh i believe it's 2012 where she takes on uh the captain marvel moniker and everything from there is really good and then work your way backwards um i i would generally agree with that um i believe that uh another jumping on point is you could read the uh uh, the arc right before uh, uh, her arc. Sorry, 
Yeah, blanket on the name that you just said, Dewinick. Kelly DeConnick. Sue DeConnick. Yes, yes. Uh, the uh, run that preceded her run on the series, uh, which oh, Bill something. I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. I'm uh, Bill Clinton. Ah, that, that was it. Uh, Bill Clinton's 2006 <laughs> to 2010 run on Miss Marvel uh, was is, also a good series to start with. That is definitely not the name of the person who wrote her before that, but I definitely agree with uh, Doug. If you want to read her Miss Marvel tenure, read that that arc just before she becomes Captain Marvel, and then work your way forward. Uh, the Kelly Sudaconic run, uh, the Captain Marvel and the Carol Corpse. Um, I, I, I honestly will admit I can't say the word core corpse. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> that, it's core. Yeah, it's core. It's core. As in like Apple Core or Albacore? Albacore. Sure. Okay. Or the Carol hit core. Hollywood movie The Core. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> and or, I think or, I'm or like corn nuts there. Corn <laughs> the corn. Oh my god. Oh god. Well, on that note, I feel like it's a good time to wrap things up, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you guys, and I hope to see you again next episode. If you have questions, a topic you would like us to cover, or wish to simply tell us all the facts we screwed up, feel free to contact us at layman's guide to the multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit our website at layman's guide to the multiverse.com. Our intro music is Dance Rocket, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane, and is licensed under an attribution 4.0 international CC by 4.0 license off http colons forward slash forward slash free music archive.org our intermission music is crinoline dreams by kevin mcleod off incomptech.com licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0 license http colon forward slash forward slash creative commons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash and our outro music is miami nights extended theme also by kevin mcleod off incomtech.com license under creative commons by attribution 3.0 license http colon forward slash forward slash creative commons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash this we have to yeah obviously. yeah we have to cut that yeah exactly. you hope to see us next episode pal <laughs> yeah sorry whatever whatever all right so you close this out then edward <laughs>
You close this out. Oh, man. Do it. Do it. Come up with something right now on the <laughs> come, fly. Come up with something right now on the fly? Yes. On the fly. On the fly. Something like... Oh, damn. No, you, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting, I I was waiting believe... for a Jeff Goldblum I... reference. God, yeah. Come, oh, up, with oh, come up with something. Do it. Oh. Somebody come up with something better. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in closing, I feel like this this is a great way to sum, to sum up the character. And really, like I said before, the sky's the limit. This is a great jumping on point. No, 100% agreed. Like, this is the perfect time to get on board the Carol train. I No, I'm taking that back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> God, we got to work uh, on our closings. We do.